Hello, everybody. Good morning. Actually, I shouldn't say good morning because genuinely, I don't know what time of day it is where you're at when you're listening to this. So, however, if it's morning, good morning. If it's afternoon, I guess, good afternoon. If it's evening, good evening. If it's night, good night. Um, Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm Montana. Sorry it's late. <laughs> actually, even though there's actually like literally no such thing as late, we're all on time. We're all in the right time zone. We're all right on time. I am on lesson 31 today, but I've also like been moving, you know, guys, and um, recent ghosting about to get into and just a lot of things going on, lots of things working on behind the scenes, but I am doing lesson 31 today. I've done way more lessons. I just haven't recorded them. So I'm going to try to get on a better recording schedule this weekend. I don't really have a lot going on. So I'm going to try to do some before the beginning of April. But what's up guys? Good morning for me. I'm literally just woke up about to get on um, one work from home job. Love it. So grateful, blessed to have a job, you know, just like looking at things through a different mindset. But anyway, I... Like I said, we've been moving uh, this weekend. I went to a show. I'm going to tell you all about the guy singer. Are you ready? I'm trying to like get into this and then we'll get into lesson 31 because I feel like I handled this so good and I know it's because of everything that um, this book and this community, like we've all been doing this together. So I feel like a lot of times this single journey, like everyone gets alone and gets down on themselves because you're literally doing life alone and you like just feel so alone. I don't know, like single probs, you know what it's like. Anyway, I love that we're all doing this together because I feel like I handled this so well because we do all have each other. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to let this loser get me down. And I did not let the loser get me down. And guess what? Literally thriving because of the loser. Honestly, thank the loser. So anyway, I'm like on, um, going to a show Saturday night and I'm like on hinge because I don't know, like, I am healing, I am, it's like, whatever, I'm going to swipe, I, I don't always swipe, and I, I literally never have luck with it, but I was swiping, and because I'm trying to change my, you know, mindsets, so I'm like, you know what, it's not weird, people are meeting online, like, it's fine, I'm trying to get over my own, you know, bias, and so I got on there, I'm swiping, and this guy, um, we match, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute, or whatever, and he messages me, we're talking, and he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I told him, I'm getting ready for a show, I bought a ticket for myself, because literally, I don't care to do stuff by myself. Like, literally, that that's part of the problem, I'm too good on my own. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to, you know, break those walls down. This uh, Lesson 31 is called The Art of Receiving, I'm trying to receive more love. So, he was like, how about... That sounds so cool. I love comedy. I'm going to um, come to the show. Give me the details. So I gave him the details. He's like, all right, bet. Going to meet you there. And I'm like, bet. Kind of nervous. Wasn't nervous before because going by myself, going to see my friends do comedy. Like, nothing to be nervous about. That's just real life. That's what I do. But then it was just, like, nice to be pursued, you know? Like, to say, like, okay, well, I'm going to come there. And so I'm literally running a little bit late. So I text him, like, hey, running a little bit late. He's like, it's fine. I'm already here. I'm waiting on you, yada, yada, yada. I get there. I just, like, y'all, in my brain, like, I had no expectations. And I think that's been, like, my biggest thing when it comes to dating. I just, like, have so much expectation. Like, when I talk to someone, I'm like, oh, my God, you're my husband. I just have all these, I put these expectations on everything. I put these expectations on myself, on other people, on my parents, on 
on my friends. And, like, no one knows these expectations I have, but I just have these expectations in my head. So that's also something I've really been trying to work on. And so this situation, I didn't have any expectation. And so because I was already planning on doing it for myself. And so I get there, and I'm like, okay, I'm in the back. And, like, first of all, at first... When I first got there, I know the owners of this place. And Stephen, I was like, Stephen, there's someone meeting me here. Let me look at the ticket list, like, just to make sure. Like, because I had a weird feeling. And your gut will always lead you, okay? You got to listen to that whole thing. And so, I, he shows me the list. His name's not on there. I'm like, okay, you know, well, it, he could have snuck by. You know, some people could have snuck by. He didn't know you had to check in, whatever. Go in there. The venue is very small can see he's not there so but I'm gonna see how this man recovers like I'm gonna see I'm gonna text this man for a little bit more just to see if he tries to be psycho and guess what he did he did he for sure did he tried to act like he was there guys and he was not there and then I literally texted him I was like do you really think I think you're here and he was like no and there was like two seconds he was literally like as soon as I said I'm in the back and he was like I'm in the front and I was like okay send me a pic he goes I just had to leave and I, he didn't just have to leave because I was sitting in the back. I would have seen him leave. But <laughs> he wasn't there, guys. Let me just tell you. He, like, literally, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. And the fact that he tried to convince me he was there, I dodged a bullet, clearly. But also, like, what was the point of him doing that? Don't know. We'll never know. So grateful it happened, though. Dodged a bullet. However, still, why did that happen? <laughs> I guess to tell you guys it happens like it's very common literally I was talking to some of my friends like it happens every like everybody has a story and so you're not alone um in this there are bad people out there on the internet there's shady weirdos narcissists people that just want attention and you're gonna have to just weed those out and but I think the art of like not having that much expectation is so good because then you can go in and be like okay I don't have any expectations. I am secure in who I am, and I'm giving you a chance. Let's just go for it, you know? And I think that's what this journey is all about, I guess. So getting into lesson 31 really quick. Don't want to take up too much time. It's called The Art of Receiving. And so I want to read this Marianne Williamson quote from Enchanted Love. Someone who does not know how to receive love will, of course, end up feeling unloved. When we grow bitter or cynical, making us less and less attractive, keeping love at a distance, and bolstering our belief that a loving universe isn't really that loving in our case. I'm going to read that one more time. Someone who does not know how to receive love will, of course, end up feeling of love, unloved. We then grow bitter or cynical, making us less and less attractive, keeping love at a distance, and bolstering our belief that a loving universe isn't really that loving in our case. And so this whole time we're going through how we're all connected in the universe and all this, and like, that's really cool to say, but it's hard to believe when you've literally like had some really crappy things happen to you and, and to, to f- you've spent your whole life feeling unloved or you've spent your whole life being abused. And so it's really hard. This book has brought up so many things. And so I want you to know that at the end of the day, I'm so sorry that those terrible things that have happened to you, they, they weren't supposed to happen to you because at the end of the day, you were created for love from love for love by love from love by love 
for love to be received and to receive love. <laughs> I just messed that up so bad. Does anybody get what I'm saying? You were created to be loved. And so I'm sorry for the people that made you feel like you were unlovable. I know it's not my job to apologize for them, but I am. Because that's just who I am. So it basically talks about... So this lesson opens up with a story about a woman who went to like a style and wardrobe class. And she was so attractive and like all these men were gawking over her. But no one really wanted a relationship with her. And so when they tried to put her in something more feminine, she like froze and like didn't know how to react and she goes I love this she goes receptive energy is soft open and vulnerable when we are receptive we are open to taking in the energy of others literally we are available for penetration on entry level what I discovered while shopping with Sally was that while she was a lovely woman she just wasn't that available She had no intention of feeling too exposed and defenseless when it came to men. However, I've learned that if a man can't access your softness and vulnerability, he'll settle for the sex instead. And you'd probably say that that's all he wanted. Honestly, mom, if you're listening to this right now, please stop listening right now. Please, like I'm giving you a warning, like cut it off. But I relate so hard to this woman's story because there was this period of time like I grew up ugly duckling vibes kind of like kind of being like made fun of like by guys and stuff so then when I got to college and stuff and I was getting this attention I didn't want to be vulnerable with people I just wanted to like the physical stuff was so much easier than the vulnerability stuff and now I literally just will be vulnerable with anybody (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) and in real life um, I'm working through that to not be that way, <laughs> like to just diary out my life to everyone I meet. I don't think I'm alone in that experience. So I think a lot of times people find it way easier to be physical with someone than emotional with someone when quite frankly, guys, 100% should be the opposite way. <laughs> also, as women, we have this weird thing where we just want to take care of everyone and we have a hard time being taken care of. And so I love how when you're going into finding a partner and you're you're going into this journey of trying to become the one for yourself first when you're really trying to do that you have to learn how to be supported in addition to knowing how to support others you have to be nurtured in addition to knowing how to work nurture others when you look for your spiritual partner you're looking for someone who gets your greatness not just someone whose greatness you see you see and that's something i do i go for these guys who have so much potential and it's like, I'm over dating guys with potential. I want some a man with some ambition that's like freaking working on his dreams, not just am, ambitioning them, you know, because I'm out here doing it. Why would I want to settle for something less, someone that's not? I want an equal person who's like on the same journey as me. So I think it's really learning how to ask for support and like realizing that when you are picking a partner, it's like picking someone to marry or be with long-term. I don't know if marriage is your end goal. Don't know what your goals are. But, like, if that's one of your goals, if picking someone to marry or have a life partner with is your goal, um, it's the most literal, literally the most important decision you're going to make. Because that's 
going to be your new life. You are going to create a new life with this person. So it's very, very important to pick the right person and know that you guys are a whole person and a whole person coming together to make a couple and like you guys can both you can be chasing your dreams he can be chasing his dreams and you guys meet up together and like work on them together that's just like i'm just out here just like preaching at eight o'clock in the morning y'all i'm about to have to go i gotta go to my work from home job on the bottom of page 209, she goes, I dated a man once who told me that he thought I was too self-important in my desire to be a leader and a teacher. He thought it was arrogant of me to want to write a book. That was the last date we've been on. Not because he was a bad person. I just didn't want to have to convince someone of my greatness. Many times we choose to be with people we don't really who don't really get us. We do it because one... We don't quite believe in the possibility of our own greatness. And two, we're not even aware of what it would like to be supported. Yes, because I am literally doing this actively right now in my real life. Because one, I definitely think that's why I've accepted all these losers in my life before. I didn't see my own greatness and I'm finally starting to see it. And I'm like, you're a freaking loser, sir. Standing me up to a funny comedy show. First of all, those were some of the funniest comics in Atlanta. Those are my friends. They're freaking hilarious. It was a great show. You missed out. Second of all, I'm freaking hilarious. I'm a good time to sit next to at a comedy show. You're a loser, sir. And so I think think sometimes we, as people, humans, because we're that way, we don't quite see what we have inside of us. Sometimes other people have to call it out in us. So we're, we're willing to take these men that don't see it because we don't see it in ourselves, but, or women, sorry. I know there's, or, you know, whatever there's, everyone's here. Hi. Anyway, this is just general. Cause I, I like men, but whoever you like sub that in anyway, because we're not in the second one is because we're not even aware of what it would be like to be supported. Think about it. If you grew up with some trauma, if you've had relationship trauma, you are feeling, you don't know what it's like. To feel supported you only know what it's like to be manipulated or at least that's what i do i only know what it's like to be manipulated so when it's real and genuine literally okay i do have a positive story i'm talking to some other guy not some other guy i know this guy he's actually like loki really cute anyway we were talking on the phone because he doesn't live in atlanta but we were talking on the phone and um he had a he had someone from work was calling he hung up he goes i'm gonna call you right back and i was like fully expecting him not to call me back because it was really late and his his job is like kind of hectic and like kill whatever so I was not expecting a call back and y'all he called back he called back and we talked for like 45 more minutes and I just was smiling ear to ear from so for so long this was literally last night guys I was smiling from ear to ear because basic human like decency to just call somebody back but I think I've been so treated so poorly because I was just like willing to accept that it's nobody's fault I was willing to accept it um but I'm not willing to accept that anymore and so for him when he called me back I was like oh my god this is so good like I yeah hi (laughs) okay I'm wrapping this up but The saying is better to give than receive is telling only half the story. We're pinning it all in a way that we're like so inspired to give, give of ourselves. We give ourselves to organizations, to charities, to, to other people, to children, to love, to sacrifices, to work. 
We're all looking for something or someone who will compel us to extend ourselves beyond our own little lives. We want to give in a way that creates meaning, fills us with a sense of purpose and a feeling of usefulness. When someone decides that we fit that bill for them, when they are inspired to care for us, provide for us, and nurture us, to decline that love is like sending back a great, magnificent gift unopened. There is really nothing notable about it. It's frustrating and it's disappointing for all. Love can't take hold in an atmosphere where people won't be vulnerable. It can't blossom where people want to play it safe by staying in the giver position. Are you afraid of being loved? That's me asking you. I was just reading quotes, but this is me. Are you afraid of being loved? Low-key, guys, I, I, I'm working through it, but I think I was. I'm not anymore. I want it. I want it. <laughs> I freaking want it. I'm wild. I'm wild. But y'all, essentially, you just have to open yourself up to like receive it. Today's practice is just a meditation where you sit and you say, I love in, love out. Oh, hold on. Let me actually. Yeah, it is love in, love out. Sorry, I didn't have my book with me. Um, But if you're not in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. You can follow the podcast at Tana Talks Podcast. Um, some exciting things are going to be coming up. I'm going to be doing like calls where you can like book a call. We can talk, um, single girl vibes, maybe like a group thing, mentoring thing. I don't know. Lots of things working. IDK, you know, just out here trying to grind. I love you guys. If you ever need me, my DMs are open. Everything's open. Everything is linked below. Um, let me know what you guys want to hear because we are coming to the end of the book interviews are coming back building a podcast studio in my freaking kitchen shout out to charleston for letting me do that because it's also her kitchen and love her she also knows how to work garage band so better audio coming soon probably um making a studio if you don't follow the podcast page you should because literally i'm so obsessed with this studio i'm building in the kitchen i've spent my whole stimmy on it so just check it out love you bye